Well, welcome to Sunlit Missions, John Lloyd. Thank you. We're here for a coffee cast. Okay. And we're thrilled to have you. Well, I'm thrilled to be here. I've known John for quite a while, and I don't even know how long. But we, we're, we're not really come alongside friends, but we've been in the same circles right. for a same long time. Yeah. Recently, I learned something about John, and I instantly called him and said, will you sit down with me on a coffee cast? We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. And it's about scripture memory. And it's, um, <clears throat> but let's just talk about when did you come to Christ? Uh, what's your spiritual timeline look like? Cool. Yeah. And um, I always think it's an interesting story. And, uh, but uh, my family growing up, we were the Sunday church crowd, right? Um, you know, my dad and mom did that. Um, and, you know, when I was nine or 10, I don't remember specifically which age. Um, I was really just wanting to get on on the uh, the club that got to have communion on Sundays, right? I felt like I was missing out. I was, That's I'm the, great. I'm the youngest of four. I have three older sisters, and so, like, I'm the last one. So that's really when I got baptized and I did camps and stuff. But to me, when I really start saying, when did I take in Christ and really um, start saying, okay, I'm, I'm giving my life to Christ and really thinking intentionally about it more than just church— was probably after I had my kids um, in 2006, um, and our pediatrician Jim Garb, who who we know, right? Yeah, yeah, um, that's that's cool. He said you need to you need to get involved, and and he had me get involved in Woodcrest, which I literally lived in their backyard. There's rural houses right there, oh. so I just walked through the grass and get there. And we did the Truth Project, which really was was a good thing. I, I really liked the Truth Project. Um, and then I started doing TBA, but I think that's really what I would define as my moment of coming to Christ, even though, you know, years and years earlier, I had been baptized and, and accepted the faith. Um, so, so I guess that's probably the best answer to that yeah. question I can. So how old were you when the, when the kids were born in 2006? How old was I? I don't know. I, no, I'm just saying, you, you mentioned you were nine years old. Yeah, so. You wanted to be part of the communion club. Yeah. And that must be because you weren't taking those little nasty wafers because you. you, you they were the little little bitty chips. Oh, the chips. And okay. It, it really wasn't about the, uh, when, the taste. Uh, it was about For me, it was. You know, the Hawaiian bread. That's Oh, stuff, that would be good. Yeah, that's yeah. Methodist. We, we know how to hit that Hawaiian bread. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was born in 79. 2006 would have been, what, 2027, 20, 28? Yeah. Right? Good for you. What did that, what that trans, okay, that's not an immediate transformation, but that's a choice, like you said, an intentional choice where you said, hey, here I am at this point in my life. I've got kids joining me, and I know quite a bit about this Jesus guy, but I want to intentionally pull him into my heart. Right. And so... What kind of heart manifestation and a change, you know, transformation has happened? Um, well, over the several years, right, it's been, you know, 15 years or whatever. Uh -huh. um, it's been slow for me, right? It's it's like, you know, a tree. You know, some trees grow a foot a year and some grow like half an inch a year. Yeah. I'm probably more like the half an inch guy, right? And so what started out... Um, and I can't remember who said this. I did not come up with this, but like, you know, starts with the the head and moves down to the heart. Maybe that's a Larry Glaive thing. It who could knows? be. Who knows? Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of it was about trying to figure out how I'm supposed to live life. So it was much more academic for me. And so that was the pursuit that starts with. And then it slowly, you know, as the Holy Spirit says, all right, I'll, I'll go that way with you. I'll work it into your heart um, as something that really believes. And um, the interesting thing is I never really understood what it meant to be 
in the heart, right? And you're like, is, is it like this feeling? Do I got to start acting right. like a different person? And I've come to realize it's really about how everything in my life is filtered. And Ron, Ron said that yesterday. The yeah, filters yeah. that really came <clears throat> with me yesterday when we were in TBA about filters and how do I filter stuff. And so I think that's what's changing is saying, okay, and, and as he said, you're going to take each one of those filters down and you're going to examine it through a different lens, a different facts, and actually adjust it or throw it completely out. Right. Um, and so, you know, to me it was about realizing that I wasn't taught incorrectly. I was just taught incompletely about what it was. And, and what was foundational for me is when my heart realized it's a relationship that we're supposed to be doing, right? It's not a set of rules. It's not what you're doing or where you're at in any particular time or how much you're doing any type of activity. It's a relationship. And how do I have a relationship with anyone, right? Absolutely. I talk to them. I understand what they like, what they don't like, what they're trying to do. I'm trying to hear what they say, oh, trying to do what they do, man. right? Um, and so that's probably taken this time to really kind of just make this slow turn like a ship, right? It takes forever for a ship to turn. Especially in a swimming pool. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, or in a canal where it's not quite wide enough, right? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, would it be fair to say that that transformation over time in your heart and the relationship that occurs, um, it's just you and Jesus. I mean, it, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's what it's about. It's not about everybody else who's looking in. You know, it's not about your wife. It's not about the kids. Yeah, it is. The transformation part is about that, but the relationship part isn't. And I think that's really key for everybody to understand. It, it takes a while to just, like you said, from why is it that it had to go from your head to your heart? Because I'm stubborn. <laughs> well, you, and you have a, a, an IT background. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're a programmer. I am. I'm very analytical. Um, I, I got to understand why something is um, versus, you know, what is it. And it, it's just all these different character traits. I can't randomly memorize something. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but if you give me an algorithm, I can I can remember it, right? I can remember <laughs> code. I can see it. And I just can't remember random facts and figures, right? Well, I know quite a few people like you. And I am anything but. It goes from the heart to the head uh, for me. But I... I'm thrilled that you brought that up because that's a perfect way of saying it. We'll probably talk about that in the future too uh, with other folks because we're either one way or the other. Right. The analytical side or the, the feeling side that moves into the fact side. Um, speaking of um, <clears throat> scripture memory, as, you, as this transformation has started to happen, you're challenged by, boy, I would love to have a verse or two just and we all have them. We actually, you have more in you than you think you do. Right. But um, as I'm doing my daily appointments with God, and boy, that really resonated with me at this particular time in my life. Boy, I'd, I would love to memorize that. Some of us, including me, I have a heck of a time doing that, especially word for word. Um, boy, I can give you the address of, the, of where to find this. And I actually, let's go with the neighborhood, neighborhood of the address. Okay. I can get you in the neighborhood and then we can drive by and I'll go, oh, that's the house. Yeah, that's right. that's where John 316 lives. And uh, oh, and then this is what it sounds like. But boy, it, it is very, very difficult to memorize scripture sometimes. So right. from an analytical point of view, 
from the head down. Tell me about your struggles with that. Uh, yeah, it, it's definitely that. Uh, well, my struggle's a little different than you. I can remember the words pretty good, um, but you know where it is and all that kind of stuff. You know, if I get the book right, I'm pretty excited. And if <laughs> okay. I get the chapter, I'm getting crazier. And then this, you know, right? and that and that's the part that struggles with me. It, it is important, and um, I guess there's there's two pieces. Why is it hard for me? Because to some extent, the chapters and the verses and all that kind of stuff, um, they're, they're not arbitrary, but it's 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 not part of the the thing, right? The original Bible right. didn't have any of that. So it's like, why, why is it chapter four? I, I don't know, because the guy said, this is where four starts, right? <laughs> yeah. So that I mean, it's hard. I can't, I can't. So that, yeah. That. That, okay. So that gives you a block in your head. Yeah. yeah, a yeah okay. Um, but it's important. And, and to me is because if I'm telling you a verse and it means something to you and I can't tell you where it is, one, you, you can go, was well, he just making that up? Yeah. Or, and two, if it means something to you, you want to go look it up yourself and, and, and read it. So, so I'm working hard on that. It's the hardest part. Um, it's interesting to me when I start thinking about memory. One of the first things I thought is, you know what? I can probably sing you half of Garth Brooks songs, if not more of them, right? Because okay. I like Garth Brooks, I like his music, so I, like I can memorize that stuff. Why why can't I memorize something as important as Scripture, right? And so I started. Well, there's there's some technical reasons, right? Songs are poetry, and it's easier to read, you know, yeah, poetry. Right. But yeah. but um, to that extent, I go. Well, have I really committed to it? And I go, okay. And like you said, right? I remember pieces of verses and things like that. So I started going, okay. Well, I should probably have the same heart towards um, memorizing the verses. So it became kind of a duty at that point, but. Um, to use the filter thing again, I started to realize that if I think about something and I have an opinion about it, um, when I'm taking the filter down, what I ought to do is attach it to something Jesus said or did, right? Because okay. I'm trying to have his relationship. That makes sense. So either he said something or did something or both, and it would be good to have those verses up so that if someone said, why do you give like you give? Why do you um, think this way? Or why, why do you have this opinion? Well... Jesus did this, and Jesus said this, and I'm following him, so I'm trying to do the same things and say the same things. Doesn't mean I do, but that puts that filter in your head that says, okay, you know, giving, and I'm just going to start working on giving one, so I can't just throw a bunch of verses out for you. But No, that's fine. Um, so uh, Larry Glaive's a really good friend of mine, good friend of yours, uh -huh. a good friend of everybody, I think. I don't uh, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, anyway. He's a great disciple. Yes, exactly. Uh -huh. We've been meeting for a long time, and we met, you know, uh, TBA, and I was just in one of his groups, and he's like, hey, can you help with coffee? Which, you know, I helped with coffee, right? It was just something I like doing, right? It's easy to do, whatever. Um, and we've just grown from there. And so I meet with him, and I said, hey, Larry, I really want to dedicate more to, to processing. And he gave me the framework, right? And he said, okay, I've got this thing called the Toolbox 100, and, and there's these foundational verses that start with assurances, right? That this is God loves you and assurance of salvation, all those. So I'm starting to learn those. And then, you know, if, he didn't give me 100 verses because 35 of them are ones I get to pick, which, which is really cool because the way he puts it is, you know, it's a toolbox. So if you're a mechanic, if you work on Hondas, you have a set of tools. And if you work on Mack trucks, you have a set of tools. And there's a few tools that don't mix. They all have socket sets. But the Mack truck guy probably has a few tools. The Honda guy doesn't, yeah, and vice sure. versa. So, Perfect. Yeah, that's so that's what example. that 35 is. But um, the, the, the issue I had, another block, was kind of probably more generational or anything. So Larry writes all his verses on a small, a business card size blank thing. Mm -hmm. um, and he has a big deck of them. And, and he goes through them. And he's really good at, at memorizing because he's been doing it in a lot of years. Um, that that literally didn't work for me. And, and uh, you know, 
as, as nicely as I could put it, I said, Larry, I want to memorize verses, but the cars aren't going to work for me. Yeah. Right? Um, and so I said, well, I'm a programmer. I could probably build a program to do this. And so I started thinking about it. And I said, wait, there's a lot of other people out there that have this idea. So I did a quick Google search. I found a site that had seven or eight of them on there. So. Um, so I found an app, uh, the one I, I liked because it fit me, because there's a bunch of them, they have different things, but it was the one called Remember Me. I can't remember the other ones, but it, it fit me because of what I was trying to do, which is verses and the topics and, and the way it was doing and a, and a daily reminder. And so um, that was probably really what's important because uh, I'm not good at remembering to do things unless ping, yeah, it, right? Yeah. Um, and so now I have a daily reminder, just like I have a daily reminder to read part of the Bible, right? So I have another app that takes me through the Bible in different ways, right? Either, you know, start to finish or chronological or some other way. But it says 6 o'clock every morning, time to read some of the Bible. All right. I can't believe this wouldn't resonate with almost everybody. Yeah. Because uh, whether you have uh, bad memories from... Um, or when I say uh, challenging memories from Sunday school, if you happen to go to Sunday school when you were a child and, you know, Nurse Ratchet telling you that you had to memorize the scripture by next week. And uh, or let's just say it was in school and you had to do some poetry memory or something yeah. like that. And I don't know about you, but boy, I uh, my undies would get in a bunch. Yeah. Well, I, re I remember, <clears throat> you know, the first memory verse I had was I went to a camp and. Um, that was, you know, my church went, is in Sedalia, Missouri by Show Me Youth Home. I can't remember the name of it, but that's where it was. But one of the things is you had these teams. They divide the kids into teams and give you this sheet of maybe 30 verses. And you got points for memorizing the books of the Bible and all the things. So that was my first thing, but it was a reward system, right? Nothing yeah. was going into the heart. It was all just sticking in the head. And imagine, I wasn't great at it because I'm not good at memorization. But you know, I could get the books of the Bible in a few. And, right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those are the memories. You're like, well. Yeah, and that's that just doesn't set with you the way scripture should set with you. I mean, it should actually expand your heart. It should uh, deepen uh, uh, your fruits, you know, kindness mm -hmm. and love and gentleness. Right. And right. Another Larry Glade phase, right, for our phrase is, it's not about how many verses you have. It's about how many verses have, have you. you. Right? Perfect. Right? Yeah. And that's exactly that's what a, it is. That's great. Yeah. Well, in regard to that, we're going to have a lot of listeners through the years and that um, that certainly resonate with with that very thing. I mean, think about that. We've got a millennial sitting over here behind the camera and he's probably going, hmm, that'd be a really good idea for me. And uh, because the, the bell goes off, you take a look, it's on your app, you get to choose them. And again, it's remember me. Yep. Uh, yeah, and, and remembermemecom I, I, No, I it's remem.me, I think. Yeah, remem. Well, we'll put it on the screen. Right. And then we'll put it in the notes as well right. uh, for and, the podcast. I've liked it a lot. And just, just for the listeners, um, I went ahead and took Larry's Toolbox 100. Um, it's 65 verses, and then you add the, the last 35. Uh -huh. But I went ahead and put them in. Um, and when you're on the, the Remember Me app, there's a way you can import a library of verses. So someone can go out and actually go grab that. If you look for TBA, Toolbox 100, any of those search terms, it'll pull up what I put in there. It's all in ESV. So if you don't like ESV, 
I can't help you much. I, I guess right. I could expand it, but anyway, that at least gets them started because I think that's another hurdle. It's like, okay, I'm going to memorize verses. What should I memorize? Well, that's where the the, the framework of the Toolbox right. 100 helps because it starts. Here's five here, and here's a bunch more, and then add them as you're reading the Bible and go, hey. That really matters to me, right? I struggle with purity, so this purity verse here is really, you right. know, I'll put it in there. Or someone else might struggle with, you know, low self-worth, and so they want to pull some more verses in about that when they're reading something. So, um, but at least that one, that first sixty-five gets you started somewhere. So Absolutely. Like, like, don't try starting memorizing with Genesis one-one. That's that's probably not the way to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you like Genesis one-one, that's great. Well, there are verses that just. Uh, um that you, like you said, you can run your filter of life through those verses. And as you, um, as you become the idea here in discipleship and the coffee cast and sunlit, it's just to come alongside ministry that's along that app type of version. I mean, obviously we're doing this virtually, but people can relate with you and they can relate with uh, me on a certain degree. Uh, even though we're completely different human beings, we're trying to fat, we're trying to, you know, follow this path that uh, Christ has, you know, set before yeah. us. And I am trying to become more like him and it's going to be a lifelong process yeah. and the verses and some of the red letter uh, parts of the Bible, the parts where he literally spoke and we know what those things are you know, we probably should pay attention to those. And we should might want to work our finances, our professional lives, our decisions in life, yeah. and some of our hobbies in life and those kind of things. We might want to filter right. uh, through those um, to... What else What else do you... Can you can you add or would you like to share with uh, um, anybody of like-mindedness or anybody that's resonating with you today? Yeah, I mean, um, if you're going to start memorizing verses... Uh, again, I'll, I'll say I'll say the the Larry Gray phrase. It's not about how many you memorize or how quickly. It's about how many really mean something to you. So so when when memorizing, the way I was taught was it's not just memorize the words and go on. It, it it's a meditation process. So read the verse, um, especially if it's one that's on like the toolbox one hundred and you don't really know why you're memorizing. It. Read it, think about it, maybe go look up a few words or something like. Take it slow, right? I've been doing this for about four weeks. I've got thirteen verses, right? Not, not exactly, you know, busting it out, but each of those 13 verses is meaningful to me as I'm picking them out of the list and sure. going, oh, that one's really cool. Let me, let me work on that one next. Um, I add one or two a week. Um, so it's, it's, it's getting hard. And I'd say just, just don't be hard on yourself. Remember the purpose, right? It's, yeah. it's not about the verses. It's about getting your heart and getting these filters changed and really thinking about things and really knowing what's meaningful to you. Yeah, right? that's perfect. It's all about the heart. It really is. It, and we're not here to compare or compete. Right. This isn't a, this isn't a program where you're trying to graduate from. Uh, this, is, this is stuff that um, these are verses and Christ's words that uh, resonate in your heart and then through your mind and then through right. your actions and through your fingers and everything yeah. you do. Yeah, the last part of, of what I'm listening to is Psalm 119. It says, I, I've laid up your word in my heart that I'm not sinning at you. That's what this is about, right? That's like my foundational. Why am I even doing this? I'm putting this stuff in my heart so that I don't damage our relationship, right? That's why I kind of start thinking about Jesus. It's like, well, why do I do or not do stuff? Well, I do, I'm married, right? So right. I have a wife, and if I do the things she doesn't want me to do, I won't have a wife. <laughs> that's <laughs> right? a good point. And so yeah. if I continue to do stuff that Jesus doesn't want, that's not going to be helpful to our relationship. And again, if it's all about a relationship, I better do the things. So I'm going to lay this stuff in my heart so that I don't damage a relationship or, as it says in the Bible, sin against you, right? Right. Yeah. That's perfect.
what did my foundational heart have? My very my conversion verse at 13 years old was Romans 8, 31. If God is for us, who can be against us? Yeah. And, That's you know, I'm just a jock, 13 years old, hanging out at an FCA camp. And I really, I thought, you know, I just want to be on the right team. Mm. I don't need to be captain. If that comes around, that's fine. And then I thought, wow, this is the team to be on, and I don't ever have to worry about being captain. Now, it's taken 47 years to start putting some of those foundational verses in my in my life that will trans. You know, here we are now um, trying to give what we know away right. to yeah. other people for a, a legacy because, frankly, we're just not going to be around that long. Right. But... Pay attention. This is a really, really cool chat. We're thrilled you came by. And, and, well, I'm and we happy have, to be here. Well, we'd like to have you back at some okay. point. Well, Maybe we can do a check-in at some point to see okay. how you're doing. That'd be fine. Now, we'll put you on camera and we'll make you compete to see how many how many verses you can spew in like two minutes fast. Like the micro machine guy, the guy that talks got really it. fast. Oh, micro. So I yeah, yeah, another you, task you, to do. Yeah, you need to learn to talk really fast, <laughs> too. Uh, or maybe we won't do that. That would be, yeah. We really appreciate you being here. Don't forget that uh, we're on um, Coffee Cast. Sunlit Missions Coffee Cast is on all sorts of podcasts. Um, in fact, they're probably on the podcast of your choice Anchor FM, I- iTunes, Spotify. Yeah, I'm going to, it's probably on your, on, on your choice. I really appreciate you being here today, John. Yeah. I love you bunches as a brother, and we really appreciate you being part of our our, our little gig here. All right, cool. All right, God bless you. Yep. See you, bud. <laughs>